Hello, everyone. Well, I hope y'all are making it wherever you are in the world. It's a strange, heavy time, and I know that somewhere out there, someone needs to take a break from all that the world is throwing at us right now, and I'm here for you. And so is my friend Stephanie. In today's episode, we bring you joy, happiness, and sparkle in the form of Sarah Jessica Parker. Join us as we discuss her dance movies, her comedic skills, and one very creepy, unsettling song that gives me nightmares. Seriously, nightmares. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 162 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am here with my friend Stephanie, and we are going to talk about one of our beloved actresses in our life, Sarah Jessica Parker. Typically, Stephanie is right across from me, and we get to banter back and forth and laugh, and now she's a mile or so away because of COVID-19, and we are hunkering at home. What are we saying? Staying at home, stay in place, quarantine for, uh, we don't know how long. I don't know what day it is, 57 or something like that? lost track. Yeah. Uh, But Stephanie, big kudos because you are a nurse. So you go in and help the people every single day. And I commend you for that. And you've been very kind to distance yourself from everybody just because you do work in the medical field. So we love you and love what you're doing for the Cheerins of Houston. Well, thanks. It's it's an honor to have a job to go to and at least feel like I'm helping. Yes. And then get to chat with you over Skype on my days off. I know. We have done this, I don't know, a dozen times now, but it's the first time we've ever done it through Skype and not been together. And it's weird. We already talked about how it's weird, but it's weird. It is weird. And I'm not your, like, technology guru friend, <laughs> so this was difficult for me. <laughs> my oh. computer's too old for this. Well, one, we figured it out. Two, you're you're on the cusp of getting a new computer. And oh, what a glorious day that will be. Um, three, you have little doggies. And so if we hear the bark bark of the little doggies, that's totally fine. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, we are doing Paw Patrol today. That's right. We are doing what we can do to make this happen so we don't lapse in the I Hate Green Beans podcast because heaven forbid if that would happen. And La- very important work you're doing. Yes. And Laura's tired of me saying, hey, will you punk hands with me? Hey, hey, will you punk hands with me? So I'm doing this for Laura. Thank you. Um, she will appreciate that too. No, she's a, she's a great sport. Um, she says yes every single time. So I'll make her do something with me next week. But then we're going to get right into the listen to your heart debacle that is the musical version of The Bachelor. I personally can't wait to see what (laughs) unfolds before my eyes because I know it'll be a hot mess and it's going to be exciting and it'll be nice to have Chris Harrison back in in my life. You know, I don't watch the live thing that he does every night with his girlfriend I may be oh. boycotting that a little bit because I don't want to see them together in quarantine. I don't know anything about that. Oh, yeah. He and his Entertainment Tonight or Extra Red Carpet Girl clearly are quarantining together. And so they have a double date night with some other famous person every single night. 
So you're supposed to tune in live on Instagram and watch them have fun. And I don't want to. So hmm. that's mm. interesting life. Isn't it though? <laughs> it's not our life. No, so wait, it's when not. Does listen to our heart, your heart, their heart. And- yes. We're going to listen to hearts on April something 10th. Maybe a thirteenth okay. or an eighteenth. I believe it is going to be on Mondays, just like The Bachelor was. So we'll be able to tune in and you know zoom it together. I was going to say we, you might watch. have to zoom me in since I don't have cable anymore. Of course, we will <laughs> zoom you in. It will be glorious. Chris Harrison will be there. I believe there's a freshly sprayed driveway and everything. So it's going to be great. You just have to spray down with bleach. (laughs) I don't know. There's no bleach left in America, but, you know, (laughs) they'll use the tears of former bachelors shunned to spray it all up. And, you know, they're going to find love. They really are through the gift of music, if you will. Well, music does bring people together. It does. And dancing brings people together, which is a lovely segue into our wonderful (laughs) podcast topic. Sarah Jessica Parker who this was your idea to do her as um, somebody that we are showcasing because we saw that we have you and I are DVD movie collectors. Well, we were first VHS collectors and then DVD collectors. And we both noticed that we have a lot of SBJ, SJP in our libraries, in our digital libraries. We do. She's She's been in our lives for 30 years. Yeah. Well, that is crazy maybe, talk. Maybe longer. Oh, know. my. Let me do some math. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is crazy <laughs> talk. Um, when did you first discover Sarah Jessica Parker? Because I know it's different from my story. Right. So I have lots of favorite SJP movies, which we'll get into in a minute. But my first experience with Sarah Jessica Parker, I didn't know, like, who she was yet. But I had the privilege to travel to New York City with my family back in 1997. So some rough math there. I was about (laughs) nine or 10. And um, we, that was my first experience to go to any like real on Broadway plays and musicals. And my very first playbill that I have in my playbill collection is from 1997. And it is from the Broadhurst Theater. And it was Once Upon a Mattress with Sarah Jessica Parker as the main lead. She played Princess Winifred. Oh, cool. And I still remember, like, the buzz around the theater. And my parents knew who she was um, from, you know, her movies and stuff from the 80s. And just, like, the buzz of people, like, standing outside the theater waiting for everyone to get off stage and I was like, I don't know who this is, but that feels important. <laughs> and we got to stand there and wait for them to leave the theater. I saw her leaving out the back door. It's no, really cool. did she stop or just go straight to her car? Well, I, you know, that was a really long time ago. Yeah. I just remember seeing her. <laughs> I definitely don't have her autograph. So I don't okay. think she like stopped and talked to anybody. But I still have the, the like the playbill with the who's who and all the old 90s ads in it, which is so funny because it's a lot of cigarettes and alcohol. <laughs> And a Mercury Mountaineer. Oh, nice. Because that's what you're thinking about buying when you're sitting in a Broadway theater. Of course you are. (laughs) You're thinking of drinking, smoking, and mountaineering. That's what I did back in 97. That is awesome. I think the first time I remember her, I want to say it was Footloose, but but that is not correct because... 
I didn't register her as Sarah Jessica Parker, woohoo, until girls just want to have fun. So there were a couple, maybe a year, year and a half difference between those two movies, but girls just want to have fun. She was the lead role. In Footloose, she was a uh, side role. But I do remember her being in there because I thought her hair was fabulous. So that's what <laughs> it's similar I to your um, curled hair from back then. Sure, 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 sure. I'm sh- <laughs> I- I'm positive she used hot sticks to get that ample coil and that height. She probably used a little. Didn't Aussie everybody? Spray. Yes, absolutely, they did. I still and lots have of my hair hot net sticks. or aquanet. You know, I still have my hot sticks. And that might be a fun thing to do during my time of quarantine, since my hair's looking a little worse for the wear. I might need to, you know, use a little few hot sticks to give it some body, maybe. Yeah, you and Laura should do a stream uh, makeover, like Insta Story makeover. <laughs> Challenge. And pick it, like pick a decade <laughs> and then post a before and after. That would be great. <laughs> Challenge accepted, Stephanie. I will definitely do that. Okay, what we're going to talk about this podcast are Sarah Jessica Parker movies, but we can't move forward without noting that we understand Sarah Jessica Parker's, one of her main roles was Carrie Bradshaw in Sex in the City. We get that. She was huge. That's what made her a big, big, big star instead of just a big star. And But we didn't want this podcast to be all about that. First of all, I touched on that in a podcast I did with my friend Natalie on fashion. I'll link to it in the show notes. But also, you and I weren't big Sex in the City watchers, so we can't speak to it other than, yes, I sort of know the main characters' names, and that's about it. You know, big is an important word, and you know, <laughs> Carrie and the lawyer and Charlotte and the one <laughs> other. So, but you have a great story about Sex and the City because you didn't watch it whenever it was on. You watched it in the length of a seven-day period. Am I right, Stephanie? I did. So Sex and the City, once again, aired maybe a little too young for me. Yeah. I was in middle school. Yeah, not appropriate. <laughs> well, you know, spanned middle to high school. Um, so it wasn't really appropriate that and I didn't have HBO. Mm. And then in college, so the series ended in 2004 and I was in college at the time. And that was back before DVR, before Netflix, before all this fancy streaming stuff. <laughs> and a dear friend of mine had purchased the entire series set. Mm-mm. And I spent one week, the summer, <laughs> my last summer in college, hunkered down in my room and watched all of the seasons. It was fascinating. It was one of those where, like, you just can't go to bed because they're short episodes. So you're just like, I'm going to watch another one. I'm going to watch another one. And then it's 3.37 in the morning. And you're like, might as well stay up. <laughs> well, so how many seasons is that? How many were there? I think there are six seasons. Jeez, that's a she, lot. The, if I'm remembering correctly, the fifth season is a shorter season because she was pregnant at the time. Ah. And then came back and did the final season. Okay. But wow. I'd, I'd have to do some research on that. Um, but the best part of my <laughs> first introduction to Sex in the City is because I watched it in such a short period of time, it became a slight obsession <laughs> bordering on illness that <laughs> you wore tutus all the time 
I didn't, this is pre Tutu, you know, come back. But the friend I had borrowed the DVDs from lived in Dallas at the time. So I, of course, had to return the DVDs. So I went up to visit her in Dallas, and it just happened to be during the, like, Neiman Marcus annual sale. I was like, might as well hop on into North Park and check it out. And ended up going home with an on-sale pair of Manolo Bonics, just like Carrie Bradshaw, Bradshaw would do. <laughs> and I still have them if anybody needs to see them they've only been worn twice I was about to say <laughs> because I also bought them a half size too small well that's all that there were there you had to do that I had to but they and they're also very seasonal they're a um like a woven silver like very springy pair of oh. peep toe pumps so I've worn them to like a couple bridal showers but deaf they're it not is, the most comfortable shoes. It is April. Let's pull them out oh, and see what I happens. I should wear them around the house. <laughs> so they, that's how I'll forever remember Carrie Bradshaw and SJP in my daily life. I will remember my favorite episode by by far is the post-it note where he broke up with her, Burger broke up with her on a post-it note. That impacted me <laughs> and it, it stuck with me forever. I can't remember the fourth girl's name right now, but Miranda. I remember Miranda. That's it, Miranda. Uh, <laughs> but I do remember Burger and the post-it note and how she slaps it against that window. And all it says is something <laughs> terrible like, I can't, or I'm sorry, or something <laughs> I'm sorry, terrible yeah. like that. Ugh. I talk about bad breakups like that in my book, and that was the prompt that I told people. I said, hey, think about it like Carrie Bradshaw and Berger and that post-it note. Do you have anything like that? And, man, people delivered. People are not great communicators. Aren't they? They, mm-mm. Okay, let's talk about our movies. You have three Sarah Jessica Parker movies, and I have three. We should we should note that there are several more out there, number one. And number two, several more that we love, but you have chosen three, and I have chosen three. So why don't you go first, since you're my guest, and tell me which ones you like, or your first Alrighty. one. Alrighty. Let me apologize again for Penny and Poppy. They're chiming in. You can hear them barking in the background. Totally fine. They just miss Lindsay. I know. Social distancing is hard. For everyone. <laughs> um, so my first, I'm, we're going back to the beginning, was from 1985, and it's her girls just want to have fun. Yes. It is a great, like, sleepover movie. I watched it all the time at my friends' houses. Um, I always wanted to be able to do gymnastics and dance <laughs> like she could, and obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> Um, but you want to know my favorite part of the movie? I, I bet you can love guess it. to. Tell me. Is when Helen Hunt is wearing the dinosaur headband. <laughs> <laughs> she has a dinosaur in her hair. It's so great. <laughs> Helen Hunt did help that movie along. I was a little concerned how all the high school kids were in their 30s except for Sarah Jessica Parker. But I let it slide right. because it was so very cute. And... I was well, really. She was twenty. She was. She looked. She's a babe. Speaking of, how old is she now? Today. So she just celebrated her birthday on the twenty fifth. So just a few days ago, and she turned fifty five years old. That is incorrect. It has to be incorrect because the woman does not look fifty five. I can't she believe hasn't she's aged halfway. Since two thousand. Something. Something happened during Hocus Pocus where she took some sort <laughs> of potion for real. <laughs> 
And that, anyway, so I loved DTV. I truly wanted to be Sarah Jessica Parker because I truly wanted to live in a city where they had DTV. Because I thought dancing on TV for a living, again, like Sarah Jessica Parker, would be the coolest thing ever. Army bases are pretty dead, unless you're in the Army. So I always had a lot of time to daydream. And my daydream was always the same. That someday... I was going to get to Chicago because that's where they make dance TV. Y'all didn't have that in Hallsville? No, we didn't. All we had was the Hallsville Bobcatville drill team, which, you know, I also was obsessed with them as well. But man, any kind of movie with dancing in it, I was in. One of the things that I also loved about it was uh, Jeff Malone. Malane? Malane. He... So hot. Have you seen his eyes? I know you did. Mm. <laughs> he wore a leather bomber jacket and he learned how to tumble because she taught him. You know what else is cool, You're Stephanie? You're a sucker for eyes. I am. She what? also wore suspenders what? with her leotard. Come on now. Of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't? How many times do you think you've seen girls just want to have fun? Oh, Wow. I would probably say at least 50. Me too. I do own it on DVD. And then for all you out there that are not within walking distance to borrow my DVD after I Clorox it, you can watch Girls Just Want to Have Fun on Hulu right now. For free? Well, if you have a Hulu subscription. For free. Well, if you have a Hulu subscription. How great is that? That is awesome. I thought Hulu only had TV shows, but they have movies. That is awesome. I might have to go do that. Because whenever I don't have a DVD player, like right now, it's really hard to watch my DVDs. Yeah. It's on there. That's awesome. Maybe tonight we should have a virtual slumber party and drink pink pink lemonade daiquiris and watch Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yay! (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. If there are listeners who have daughters who are 13, 14, 15, do you think they would enjoy Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Definitely. It's clean fun. Um, you know, the worst thing they do is like sneak out of the house, mm-hmm. which teenagers these days see worse than that on TV. That's it's a great true. show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> That's true. Um, I'm going to do my first one really quick because I touched on it too earlier. It was Footloose 1984. That was Sarah Jessica Parker's first grown up job because, as you mentioned, she started off in Broadway. She was Annie for a very long time. She was. She was Annie. She was in The Sound of Music with her siblings. No way. That's awesome. And she was in How to Succeed in Business with her husband, Matthew Broderick. Oh, well, that's just adorable. I wonder if that's where they met. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe so. We'll stick with that. I like that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Take that to the bank, listener. Yes. Um, That was a fun movie. Of course, it was about dancing, too. Sarah Jessica Parker was a sidekick. Her name was Rusty, and she was just a girl in the town that was friends with the main girl who was just wayward and crazy. She, her name was Rusty. Sarah Jessica Parker's character's name was Rusty. And I read that she was offered the job for Rusty, and they said, but you have to cut your hair and you have to dye it red. And she turned them down 
because Hmm. she had just grown all her hair back from Annie, where she had cut it and dyed it red. And she said, no, I don't want to do that anymore, and this part is not worth it. So they gave it to someone else, and that someone else didn't work out. So they called her again and said, hey, can you be here tomorrow morning on an airplane? And she said, I'm not cutting my hair, and I'm not dyeing it. And they said, who cares? Just come. So there she went, and she was 18 years old. And she said she had the biggest crush on Kevin Bacon. And I said, get in line. Exactly right. (laughs) It's exactly right. But I thought that was fun. I liked how she was the girlfriend of Willard, the one who Kevin Bacon teaches to dance. It's a really good movie. It's got a lot of adult content in it. There's there's some dark themes, but there's also, also some very light themes in it. A great ending, which is my favorite part. So I would I would suggest going into that, just knowing that Sarah Jessica Parker isn't the main character in Footloose, but she's good. Yes. What's your second? What's your second one? So my second favorite movie of SJPs is one we've also talked about in the past on our Halloween podcast. Yes. Um, but it's her 1993 Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I know it's not your favorite, but you have to admit that Sarah Jessica Parker's part is one of your favorite parts. That I would agree. Like the dingy blonde comes off as maybe a little slutty. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's hard to be attracting the men and they're like full head to toe witch garb. But somehow she does it. And... (laughs) She's the one who sings like the creepy song yes, about like come uh, little children, no, 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 and no. she just does such a great job of playing this like kooky, ditzy, creepy witch. Yes, I that that is the part that mm, she's she is my favorite. I love she's the one that get, I get a laugh out of. I like all her one liners, and it's that song that just creeps me out and sends shivers up my spine that just makes me eh, I don't like it. I don't like the cat either. The talking cat I don't feel good about that. Or the guy whose mouth is sewn shut. I don't feel good about him either. But anyway I like her in it. Yes, it's a good one. Um, And that one you can find on Disney Plus right now. So year round Halloween fun. Oh, how great. We saw. Oh, and I didn't say your Footloose is available on Amazon. Oh. The okay. old and the new. Oh. Oh, the Earth. new. Mm, mm, mm. Bless it. Bless Julianne Huff. I just miss just a solid bless. She That's... tried. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. Oh. Mm-mm. That could have been a podcast of its own. Oh. We just Lindsay need... Ray's feelings on the new Footloose. <laughs> um, we did see Hocus Pocus on the stage in front of magic kingdom cinderella's castle and it was a delight it was they do the sanderson sisters put on a good show they do it was fun okay my second one is the family stone i don't know if there's a the in front of it it could be just family stone but it's from 2005 and that is when sarah jessica parker her character meredith is going home to meet her boyfriend's family the the stones and 
Everett is her boyfriend, and she goes, and she's a little too hoity-toity for them, and so she brings in her sister to help. And in the process of her trying to get these people to like her, uh-oh, she falls in love with the brother, Ben. The pot-smoking brother. The pot-smoking <laughs> brother, Ben. Now, Stephanie, if you had to choose between Everett or Ben, which one do you think you would fall in love with? Oh, gosh, that's hard. <laughs> Everett it was, is probably more my style on paper. Mm-hmm. Who was Dul- Dulmert Moroni? Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Yeah, Dermot. Dermot Moroni. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a very attractive man. He is very attractive. Yes, he is. And then Ben is um, Luke Wilson, who, psh, come on, so cute. So if you chose Everett, that's great, because I would have chosen Ben. Look at that. Well, they... We can still be friends. <laughs> My favorite scene from the Family Stone is when she's making the breakfast yes. casserole the night before or whatever. Yes. And then she goes to get it out of the fridge and somebody opens the door. Oh. And it's just like, it's such a serious movie. And yes. it just, you're kind of on like tense pins and needles because you don't know who's mad at whom, right. whom, whom, I don't know which whom or uh-huh. who's. Uh-huh. We're going to need a literary lesson there. Um, and then all of a sudden, there's just, you know, dramatic physical comedy. And I love it. It just breaks the ice. For a very long time. Because she does that. And Rachel McAdam comes in and slips on the egg. And then the <laughs> brothers are running around because they've just figured it out. And her sister has the ring on her finger by accident. It's just hilarity ensues. Fun fact, though. Family Stone was the first movie I ever went to by myself. Where I was alone in the theater, and I, 2005, Stephanie, not a good year for old Lindsay over here. And um, going in there and thinking, oh, this is a Christmas romantic comedy. It's going to be awesome. It is not that. There are underlining issues of sad things all through it. But like you say, it's a dramedy. And so I would laugh and I would cry and I would laugh and I would cry and I would laugh and I would cry. So don't go in thinking super fun night full of, you know, do you watch it every Christmas? Do you consider it a Christmas movie? I guess I should say. Um, I pro I do consider it a Christmas movie. It's more to me, it's more of like just a family movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like my mom and I usually watch it like Thanksgiving when we don't have anything else going on because gotcha. it's like a little bit more low key. It doesn't really have like holiday cheer. True. But it's more about like bringing the family together. Oh, and Family Stone is available on Amazon. Okay, good. Or you can borrow my DVD. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> um, let's see. My third favorite movie and one I most recently watched is from 1996 so i have you know just a 10 year time span of favorite sjp <laughs> and it's first wives club love it <laughs> it's also one that i watched with my same group of friends at like sleepovers and stuff we were really cool and spent like every friday <laughs> together instead of being the bad kids and going out and having going to wild parties i think i think you watching first wives club is an is an interesting choice i will say I don't know how we got started on First Wives Club, but one of my good friends growing up was very into Diane Keaton movies Uh and Bette Midler movies. Um, And I don't know, our whole group watched it because I do remember 
the song at the end, the you yes. don't know me. Mm-hmm. So we used to, well, I don't know if used to, but <laughs> at least one time it was raining. And so we were still young enough to be having sleepover-ish and still young enough to want um, ice cream from the ice cream truck that used to drive around the neighborhood. <laughs> and it was raining outside and we heard the ice cream trucks. We were like, oh, let's go see if it's out there. And it wasn't. It had already passed. Oh. So then we decided to do the dance and song number down the street in the rain. <laughs> and then also my sister, her like senior year of high school, we were in church choir, which is also funny because this is not a churchy type movie. And their senior girls group sang this song as like their talent show performance. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. Maybe they changed the words. I can't recall. I do own the First Wives Club soundtrack. The whole soundtrack oh, is good. See? Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, and the reason I just watched it is because it just dropped on Netflix recently. Oh, So you can wonderful. watch it on Netflix right now. Now, But it's so good. What is Sarah Jessica Parker's role in it? So Sarah Jessica Parker actually is not one of the main, like, three characters um, they are all three fantastic actresses. We could talk about them in their mm-hmm. own right as well. Mm-hmm. But Sarah Jessica Parker plays one of the ex-husband's new girlfriends. Yes. She's she's now with Morty. Oh, Morty. And <laughs> she's she plays like a snarky little younger blonde new wife um, and just kind of a social climber. Mm. Uh, and she just plays the part so funny <laughs> she really does and th- the one thing that I that always stuck with me too from First Wives Club is whenever she sees Bette Midler who she has essentially stolen Bette Midler's husband and they're in some sort of boutique and Bette Midler goes who would wear this a fetus and then Sarah Jessica comes out in that dress that is so slinky and tiny and then she goes, why don't you try, this is Sarah Jessica Parker telling <laughs> Bette Miller, why don't you try some of these on in your size? And she makes this big, oh, in your size. I hate that. But at the same time, I thought, oh, that was so good. Because that is they the did. ultimate burn and a horrible thing to say to each other. Oh, but that made you hate just her. Just how, how to push Brenda's buttons. Yes, that made you hate her. Otherwise, you would kind of like her because she's so dingbat funny. You wouldn't like her like her, but you wouldn't hate her. And when she said that, that's just when you go, oh, I hate you. Right. Mm -mm. But she's not the typical, like, mean villain. Right. Still funny. Like when she's invited to lunch or tea with the fancy lady. I can't remember her name right now. (laughs) And she's trying to eat the salad. (laughs) And she's just so tacky. Like, she's so low. Like, just has no idea how to have any, like, social interaction with real people. It's so great. Because this salad is restaurant quality. <laughs> it's restaurant. The, it's so good. The dressing. I usually bring my own, but this is restaurant quality. <laughs> okay, my last one is one that most people may not really consider a top movie of Sarah Jessica Parker's, but I like it for two reasons. Failure to Launch came out in 2006, and it's about single men who live at home just a little too long. Maybe they're in their late 20s 
early 30s and they're still living with mom and dad. Mom and dad are doing everything for them. So Sarah Jessica Parker's character comes in to give them a romantic experience, not in a gross way. And she kind of encourages them to, you know, let's get you out of your parents' house. So the parents pay her money to help. And the reason why I love it so much, she's great. But man, uh, Matthew McConaughey is in it and I endorse whatever he does. (laughs) And one Mr. Bradley Cooper is in it looking very Will from Alias, if that makes sense. People out it there nodding their head. Sense. Yes, they are. <laughs> See, if you had been here a, 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 just across from me, you would have been nodding your head and I would have felt so validated. Sarah Jessica Parker is kind of the straight man and everyone else around her is is crazy. So she's sort of the anchor of the movie, which which makes it somewhat boring, her character a little bit boring, but when she does the best is whenever they make her go pay, play paintball and she does the finger roll and she <laughs> gets the nod from all his friends saying, "Yeah, you're doing good. This is great." I think that movie is fun. Is it one that I own? Well, of course I do, but do I watch would I watch it all the time? <laughs> No. It, that's streaming yeah. somewhere too, isn't it? It is. It is actually streaming on Netflix if okay. you have a subscription. It's also on on Amazon. It is on one. Amazon Prime. I it know is that one's one for free. Yeah, that people may not they kind of go, eh, but I tell you, you watch it, you watch it for her relationship with Matthew McConaughey and her interaction with Zoe Deschanel, who is her roommate. That's why you watch it. And of course, you get the extra added bonus of Bradley Cooper and the other guy who's really funny, whose name I can't remember right now. But again, Bradley Cooper. Mm. Yeah, I might need to rewatch that one. I definitely saw it when it came out. Yes. Um, Because that was, you know, starting at the tail end of good rom-coms. And so I think everyone went and saw it probably so (laughs) i was a little disappointed leaving the theater just because it it didn't really live up to all the rom-coms before it but it might be good now in time of quarantine (laughs) that's true our (laughs) my recommendation is during this time watch whatever you want just watch it all typically you you try to think about hey what do i have time to watch i have this little tract of time what is worth it you don't think that way anymore you don't just watch it all if you don't like it 10 minutes 20 minutes in abandon it go to something else there's so much out there to watch that's my point you could do a whole sarah jessica parker marathon Thanks to Stephanie telling us where all of this stuff can be streamed and a lot of it for free if you have a Netflix account and if you have a Hulu account. But if you had to tell somebody right now, Stephanie, to watch one thing tonight out of all that we've talked about, what would you suggest? Oh, gosh. I would probably suggest Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yes. Because it's like original SJP with her dancing and gymnastics and just a fun 80s happy movie my favorite line from girls just want to have fun is when they are at the dance competition and lynn has just learned that that girl paid the guy to mess up during lynn's audition and she says you know what's better than getting mad getting even And I know that's probably a line that has been said for hundreds of years, but as an impressionable child, I thought, yes, that is so true. Of course, I never did that. I never got even. I just apologize, probably. But anyway, I always thought that was a really good line. I'll I'll double down on that one. Oh, yes. Nice. (laughs) 
And if I had to choose a life lesson from all of Sarah Jessica Parker's movies, I would probably go with The Family Stone because I learned that you can go out on a date with this man, just always do it because you never know during Christmas when you go meet his family if he's got a brother that you'll like better. Hey, thank y'all for listening. Remember, you can find links to all the movies we talked about and more stuff in the show notes. And I'd also like to remind you that during this time of social distancing, I'm offering my summer book reading list for free. For free. So message me if you'd like that. You can email me or connect through my socials. I'm at Lindsay, spelled weird, L-I-N-C-E-E on Twitter and Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Until we're together again, love you mean it. Texas forever.